Hey y'all, Trey Cherie here with Picture Me Living, and I have not rehearsed this at all. Um, it is a solo episode, and um, I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about. Solo episodes are not my favorite. Um, not so much that it's like I'm talking to myself because this began as an is a solo podcast, primarily focusing on travel and lifestyle. But it's more so, um, I've talked about all the things that I could possibly talk to you guys about solo, and I have so much more fun with my guests. However, comma, I get to a point like right now where um, I do have to catch up. I do have to catch up. I had a few episodes and a lot of feedback that had guests. So it is time to sit down and catch up. I took a week off to drink some water and mind my business. I suggest that you guys do the same. Um, Take time off when you need it to recharge and regroup or whatever, because I wanted to record this last week. But I didn't want to rush through it. Um, drink of the hour is Crown and Coke. We just going to throw it back. Y'all, so I had a whiskey sour last night at STK. And it was sour. It was not good. My waitress, obviously, you know, they going to work for that too. Uh, she went and got some. Uh, <laughs> she went and got some. Uh, Simple syrup, she fixed it right on up. I got the hookah going because, you know, summertime is the time for Trey Cherie to sit the fuck down in the house and focus on a big summertime trip financially. So before I hang out with friends tonight, I'm going to go ahead and get my hookah fixed at the house. So I'm not going to be like, oh, I want a hookah. Nah, bitch, you had a hookah today. Take your ass home. Go to the gym in the morning. You're getting fat. So, few things. Um, it was heavy on my heart to talk to you guys about the episode with my mom, the the latest episode. And first and foremost, you're either gonna love or hate those conversations. Um, but that's just who I am. People either love or hate me. There's no in between. I've grown fond of that. Uh, that in between is kind of fake to me anyway. Uh, move on if you don't want to F with me. Right. So the topics that I have are going to align with that. And they're going to be some heavy topics because that's who made me. Uh, those situations is what made me. And so, uh, the mom topic may be triggering for some, and some people may just have a dislike for, you know, 
why y'all don't, why you don't take your mom to therapy? Why you don't take her to do this? And why you don't take her to do that? Well, shit. 38 years and I, I've never, ever tried that. Thanks for your suggestion. That was a suggestion. I got an anonymous email saying that. Uh, I got an anonymous email saying that, that I should try what we've all fucking tried for a very long time. Thank, thank you so much, whoever you were. Um, sometimes when people are living that life, that's just where they want to be. And you just got to let them be. However, the people that they've come across have to also heal. So we're going to get into that. I don't want to jump right into the top topic with my mom. But what I will say is when I was editing, editing the episode, I was very work mode, work mode, just edit, 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 edit. Um, and I did not like the video, not a big fan of the video. We're going to, we're going to grow on YouTube together, but, uh, I don't know where all these fruit flies coming from in my house. If you're watching the YouTube, you just seen one go across, but they're everywhere. But what I mean by work mode is I didn't really listen to what she was saying. (laughs) And I listened to it the next day after I dropped it. And I listened to it simultaneously with a friend, a close friend of the family. I'm going to get into that feedback in a second. I immediately wanted to come and record another episode. Uh, they had me feeling bad. So cliffhanger for that. Um, a highly requested topic was what do you pack on your carry on? People was really invested in my Instagram stories from Zanzibar, from Africa. Right. Uh, if you did not know, we lost two bags. We checked three bags. We only got one. OK. And then we all obviously had our carry ons. Carry-ons are very essential to long travel. Uh, they're not really es- essential to a, a quick trip from Atlanta to Miami. But if you're living in Las Vegas and you're going to Miami, you might want to pack a carry-on. You're going to be there for a few days, right? So it's just really like how far you're going, how quick of a trip it is, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? Apparently... No matter how many times I talk about it on the podcast and I feel like I covered it, people really do want to, uh, they're really scared of losing their luggage, right? And in losing our bags, I learned that a friend of mine, uh, a couple in Las Vegas, went to Thailand like four years ago, right? I don't know exactly when, but it was a long time ago. Still ain't got they shit. They whole trip revolved around touristy. Welcome to Thailand. I love Thailand t-shirts, you know. Um, Another trip that I went on. Oh, and that couple never got compensated. They never got their shit back. They never got money. Nothing. Right. Another trip I went on. uh, They misplaced our bag. And it got there the day later, but we had something to do in that, in those 24 hours in Dubai. And uh, they brought us our bag the next day and they gave us, Emirates gave us a care package and it was nice. It was pajamas, some lush 
I still got the pajamas. A razor. They had one for men, one for women. Obviously, the women one like covered up your whole entire body. Um, out of respect for their culture. Um, underwear, shaving cream, toothpaste, really nice toothbrush. Um, a lot of essentials that were in their care package. Delta Airlines did no such thing. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Give me a second. Because I done told y'all why, but apparently I have to keep telling y'all why because, you know, I get it. You're not going through and listening to every episode and the people that are listening to every episode. Thank you. I will put a timeline so you can skip over this. Um, Emirates was so helpful to us because we flew a direct flight over there. But the reason why Delta isn't so helpful in this situation is because I had a layover and I got on a partner, which to me, if that's your partner, like you're responsible, but they say they not. So I got on one of their partner airlines, which is Kenya Airways. Kenya Airways just found my bag six months later. We just got it today. Literally just got it today. If you're listening to this on Sunday, if you it'll still be in my story. We literally just picked the bag up Saturday. So what does that mean, Treasury? When you book your flights and you see <laughs> that it's a partner airline on that second leg, you might want to pack your carry-on to the T. You might want to show up to the airport three hours prior, which we did all of this. Um, the reason why this bag was lost is totally the airline's fault. Our initial flight got delayed for maintenance and they put us on another flight. We weren't even supposed to be on Kenya Airways. So if I went and got a lawyer and paid all the money <laughs> to fight for the compensation, I mean, their compensation rules are so strict for overseas flights. It's ridiculous. And they only compensate you for like $1,300 total. Do not put your expensive jewelry in your check bags, you guys. Do not do that. Do not do that. Um, once again, why are you traveling to possible third world countries with an AP? Why Why are you doing it? Uh I, I, help me out with that one. Uh, I may I may take some uh, earrings that I have in my ear, possibly a necklace. I see a lot of girls travel with their necklaces. They have meaning to them. They're very pretty. And you can easily put those in your purse. But like multiple necklaces, multiple chains, and, you know, uh, they're not going to compensate you for that. You're going to have to get on a private exec jet or, you know, an expensive uh, private jet that has a higher limit for the insurance. But you're going to pay a little, uh, a lot more for your flight, for your seat. I had a coworker in Utah that paid for his company. Uh, he was sleek rich on the side. He paid for his company and employees after a big milestone at work to fly King Air from Utah, from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas, which is an hour and a half flight, right? Not far at all. $15,000 one way. 
So you do the math. You want to hop on a because a king air is not going to get you to Dubai. OK, you're going to have to get a big jet, a really, really big jet. So you do the math and uh, you're going to be right there on that Emirates with my black ass. And uh, the limit is thirteen hundred dollars if your bag is lost. So. I have brought some anti-theft backpacks from Picture Me Living to show you how I pack my backpack, my carry-on, because this is a highly requested topic. I swear a um, few people have asked me because there are people out there that really get anxiety with packing. There are people that really dread traveling because of packing and are afraid of losing their bag. So Here's an anti-theft backpack. You're going to have to look at the uh, YouTube video to see what it looks like. It's very plain. Thieves are not going to want to steal this. I mean, unless you got on, you know, that AP watch we were just talking about. They're going to be like, oh, what else they got in that plain ass bag? Uh, Very plain. And uh, it holds a lot of shit. So I brought one of the black ones. This one is empty. And uh, I brought a red one, which actually has shit in it, because one thing that I will always say until I'm blue in the face, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Okay, so there's always some shit in my carry on. There's a toothbrush and a toothbrush holder. There is a pen. Listen to me. When you're going overseas, when you're going somewhere where there there will be an immigration or a customs, pack a pen. And pack up. Don't put it in your fucking check bag. That's going to be pointless. Put it in your purse or in your uh, carry-on. You're going to have to fill out paperwork on the airplane. Uh, I got some lipstick because, I don't know, I got some shades. And this is all in the front pocket, you guys. This is how much shit I got in the front pocket. I got some toothpaste. I got some Nivea lip balm. I have June's toothbrush from Africa because why not? I got some Fenty lip gloss. I got some. I got a lot of shit in here. I got some Duo eye I, um, eyelash glue, which I've been getting my lashes done. It's probably expired, actually. No, no, we'll look into that later. Which means it's probably gonna stay in there. Uh, some more shades. This is all in the front pocket, y'all. Y'all will see this if you watch the video. Another lipstick. So if you see, it's two lipsticks. Oh, this is another toothbrush from Af This is my toothbrush from Africa, and this is another toothbrush. And how do I know it's mine? Because it's purple. Um, I have a waist bead. This is all in the front pocket, y'all. It's all in the front pocket. Oh, I got some earrings. Let me take those out. I need to. So in the side pocket, I got socks. I got socks and I know exactly why I have socks. Why do you have socks, Trey? Because you want to take your shoes off on the airplane. Don't, don't have no stinking ass feet when you get on that airplane. Get another pair of socks, man. I said that with my chest for a reason. Uh, in this bag, I have an adapter. Uh, you don't need an adapter most places in the Caribbean. 
Uh, but when you go over the pond, you're going to need adapters. And I'm not going to be able to tell you which one you're going to need. Google will be able to tell you that. Also, when you go to these places, the airport knows that Americans are lazy and not prepared. They will have these for twice the price at the, <laughs> at the airports. So be prepared for that. And this is an adapter that has, uh, yeah, as you can see, it pulls out several different countries of plugs. Oh, you got to do it like that. So, yeah. If you're planning on traveling soon, just go ahead and get one now. And uh, this actually adapts from a different country. We needed this in Africa. So it only took European plugs. And we had to get a European to Africa adapter. It was it was very strange. It was very strange. But if you get all of the adapters ahead of time, you won't have to worry about that. And so if you get one like this that has all of them plus a separate one, you'll be straight. And in the bottom it has USB. So clear as mud, but trust me, traveling is very rewarding, but it takes a lot of planning. If you don't plan that, like I said, the airport will have all of that. And then your hotels have adapters also. But I like to have my own shit just in case they don't. Hand sanitizer is in this bag. I have this cute um, purse that is shaped like a camera because why the fuck not? Why wouldn't I have that? I have another pen. And then I have some St. Ives um, face grip. So this was all in the inside of the bag. Inside of inside of the bag is a, you're not going to be able to see this on the camera, but there's a space for laptop. I have my laptop in there. I also put my podcast microphone in here. And uh, there are like two more pockets that are small. And I put like, three pair of underwear in there. Um, When it's extra long flights, so like going to Paris, I won't do this, but going to Paris and then going to Africa, I pack compression socks. Thank me later. Those are like $5 on Amazon. Uh, check out the adapters on Amazon too. Let's go back there for a second. Your um, Adapters for other countries, check those out on Amazon before you leave. It actually might be a hell of a lot cheaper. The first European trip I took, I uh, got my adapters off Amazon and it was every country. So I already had those. I just had to buy this one because we needed two adapters in Africa. And those adapters stay in my suitcase. Now, what did I learn this trip? lost luggage um that luggage did get lost with my adapters put it in your carry-on um i also when i pack all that shit in there um i put sweatpants and a t-shirt i even brought two t-shirts and i throw it in the bag why do you do that if they lose my luggage, 
I have underwear, socks, pants, and a shirt to throw on. And let me show y'all this. I want to get this for the website. Lotion and shampoo, right? Put it in here. You got your little, it comes with this. These are like a dollar at CVS. Comes with a little label, shampoo, conditioner, hairspray, whatever. This is a lot of stuff that WB uses. We only use lotion and uh, that's pretty much all we use, don't we? I mean, body wash. So uh, I just probably would use the lotion one, which is what I've done before. And the other one just leave blank. And those go in my carry-on. I'm afraid I'm going to lose this in the moment. So this is also important. Um, I don't use a lot of body wipes. But when you're traveling, because I, I just like natural things. But when you're traveling, you know, be considerate. Especially when you're traveling to places where uh, where it's not customary for people to wear deodorant. And you're used to wearing deodorant. Just take care of yourself. I buy deodorant wipes because sometimes in that frustration, you're not going to be able to take a shower. So do what you want with that information. I take them out of the box, though, and I throw them in my bag. I take them out of the box for space. So this is the pack bag minus my laptop and my podcast microphone. Um, To go overseas, I probably won't put the microphone in the bag. I just put the laptop. This is not heavy at all, you guys. I mean, my laptop is a MacBook Air, so do what you want with that information. This isn't heavy at all. Um, And I try to be one of the first people on the plane. I don't care that people talk about people like me because I'm not putting this bag under my fucking seat. I'm putting this bag, my purse, my son bag, and a carry-on an additional carry-on. <laughs> I would take up a whole bin to myself. Fuck y'all. So I'm getting on that plane first. I'm not putting anything under my seat other than my feet. So get on the plane first. And if you need to stand up at the end of the plane, don't worry about these miserable people. These folks will complain about anything. People have anxiety. People, you don't know if they were sitting next to somebody that was musty. You don't know if they were sitting next to somebody that was fighting them for the elbow thing or whatever. You don't know why the fuck they stood up other than it was their fucking business and you need to mind yours. I don't understand what's the big deal about that. Let people stand up. Sometimes the restriction to my legs is so bad. I'm the person that does yoga on the long flights. I get up and I stretch. So. Yeah, I'm standing up, bitch. Soon as that sound go off. If you can't beat me up, shut up. Y'all be real pressed about it. Anti-theft backpack. Picture me living that store. Oh, yeah. That was a picture me living shirt, too. A brand new one. Ew. Hashtag picture me living. And let's see. These traveling shirts are so comfortable for women, you guys. You better get you one of these. So, yeah, that's what I pack in my carry-on. Pen, don't forget the pen when you're going, going through a, 
a place that requires immigration paperwork. Trying to think, am I leaving out anything else? Your portable charger. But mainly your hygiene items. Uh, oh, tampons. Throw those in the bottom of the bag. They don't take up no space. Pads, tampons, they, they do not take up any space. So I put so much shit in my carry-on. <laughs> And a little backpack, too. And I still have my purse. With whatever the fuck I put in my purse. I don't even know. Everything but the kitchen sink is in my purse. So um, this last trip, big trip with June, I intuitively had him pack a backpack that's like mine. And thankfully, he did. Because even when we went shopping, it was very difficult getting him socks and underwear. But he had compression socks and like four pair of socks already packed and like four pair of underwear and a couple t-shirts and a whole nother pair of sweatpants. So he was comfortable in that transition, but he did not have any clothes the whole trip other than what we bought while we were abroad. So, I mean, tennis shoes, everything. He had two pair of tennis shoes on. <laughs> He had two pairs. He had a pair of Yeezys and Nikes packed, and he just got them back today, six months later. So, the travel part is out of the way, and I hope that satisfied you guys. Um, I hope that helped with your anxiety with packing. Um, my close friends, if you would like to FaceTime me when you're packing, <laughs> um, I'm terrible with packing my actual suitcase. Kim made fun of me one trip and said that I packed like somebody just got put out of the house, and I do. My son packs extremely well. I don't know how I birthed such a, a perfect human being, but I did. Uh, me, on the other hand, I'm extremely imperfect. Uh, <laughs> I, I pack horrible, but my carry-on be lit. Because what I'm not finna do is be uncomfortable in some old drawers and some nasty socks. That's what I'm not going to do. Uh, I take washing powder pots also, you guys. Like two. Nothing too much. I put it in a uh, Ziploc bag. So washing powder pots, go ahead and add that in, into your list of things to pack in your carry-on. <laughs> Thank me later on that. Just random. Um, also, even if you don't lose your bag, what if you buy something new and it's off the street and you want to wear it tonight? You know, you might want to wash it real quick and you don't want to, you know, go out the way buying, you know, stopping at a pharmacy or whatever. Most most CVSs and Walgreens abroad are going to be pharmacies or from from Marcia, from Marcia. Hopefully my uh, Espanol friends correct me with that. But it'll be with an F. It'll just be in big bold letters. F-A-R-M-A with an accent. R-C-I with an accent. A. Um, that's going to be your convenience stores, you guys. And their stores are much better. Like You could walk in there and buy some morphine. Like, the fuck? Way better than Walgreens over here. But that, they'll have your toothpaste and your Nivea uh, shampoo and shit like that, right? So let's get into some recent uh episodes. The episode with Street was the feedback was great. Y'all, y'all love that 
It's something that him and I had talked about well over a year ago. When he's in town, we will sit down. But I said, fuck it. Like, let's go ahead and start with Zoom episodes and uh, get this show on the road. Because my Atlanta guests be flaking. Y'all be flaking. (laughs) Y'all be flaking. Some people that's supposed to come back and sit with me. Um, Street is one of them. He's supposed to come back and sit with me. Um, in a couple weeks, actually. But our conversation, because of our correlation with the Navy or whatever, I actually sent him a video today that shocked him that a Navy friend sent me about recruiting. And he's just like, yo, I got a loss of words. Like, this is crazy. Uh, and about how recruiters have lied in the past. Um, but yeah, that, that conversation flowed so effortlessly. He actually... Um, has no common sense whatsoever. So a lot of people laughed and uh, a couple people was like, what the fuck? Why, why he said that? So a couple, a couple men folk was a little mad, but you know, that's to be expected with the, the, the direction that the conversation went in, go back, check it out. Uh, I think it's two episodes back street talk. So the episode with my mom, we'll end it with this. I'm not even going to go over any hot topics because this is kind of serious. I immediately had to issue my brother an immediate apology. Um, When I listened from that perspective, I had to, when I listened and it wasn't from the work perspective, when it was from a listener perspective, right? From a fan perspective, from a sister perspective, right? Because I'm used to being a mom. I'm used to being uh, a friend. I'm used to several different relationship titles, but the sister title is a little difficult because of how we were raised, right? Um, also podcasts can get a little gossipy, right? Just like TV shows. These are just miniature TV shows for regular ass people, right? And I'm not a fan of gossip. I don't know if y'all picked that up, but I do not like gossip. I don't like talking about people behind their back. And I do not go to people and tell people when somebody was talking about them behind their back. I mind my business. So when I do indulge in it, um, I immediately confess I was wrong and what I said and what my mom said were two totally different things and a close friend. And I got, I get a lot of feedback from the mom episodes, y'all, but a close friend did not like that episode. A close friend that has dealt with my mom and has been around my brothers did not like it. He even said, I'm in too deep. I I don't like it. I don't like how y'all did Tim. And uh, like I said, I got a lot of great feedback. And a lot of people are saying, you know, your mom got great energy. I love listening to your mom. And we are, um, it's a lot to unpack. We are beating around a few bushes with, you know, 
for lack of a better term. And hopefully I sit down with her uh, before she gets to listen to this episode. <laughs> um, she is a big fan of listening um, to the guests that have been on here. She has judged all of you guys. <laughs> it's interesting to hear how she judges you guys, but she does. Um, but even her definition of uh, abandonment was off, right? And while we were talking, I I stopped myself because that's not the time and the place to interject my feelings. This is a place in that moment in time for her, her voice to be heard. I don't think that Laura Diane Jackson has had her voice heard. And I am very proud as a daughter to deliver a platform for her voice to be heard. Right. Especially in her current um, health condition. I think that that's very important if I'm able to provide that. Um, with that being said, we will get into deeper topics because, you know, if a friend noticed it, obviously I noticed it. And uh, we do have to get a little deeper to tap into some things. But the reason why I had to reach out to my brother immediately was because um, what I said, and I don't remember what I said, but what my mom said in response to that wasn't totally right from her from her standpoint. You know, um, she has hurt her kids immensely, and that's the only thing that she should be speaking on. In our opinion, collectively, we've all said this. That's the only thing that you should be speaking on. But sometimes she does put on the mom role. And she does get judgmental and, you know, try to tell you what to do as if she raised us. Right. And so that's how that person interpreted it. And when I listened, I was like, yeah, let me write my brother. I wrote him. And it was just wonderful. It was one of the best moments that I've had with my brother, Timothy. He said he was proud of me. He enjoyed what I was doing. And. He's proud of the woman and the mom that I have become. And I said, well, shit. That's that then. But I did let him know. I said, you know, it, it wasn't no ill intent with anything. But I can I know how my brother can misconstrue these comments and he can go way left. Right. And that's just that just wasn't my intention. That's not my intention with this podcast. Um. The intention is for her to get a voice and for eventually my siblings to get a voice also to be heard. Um, but yeah, she did run away from the accountability of abandonment. Um, sometimes as humans, I've noticed it. With, no, I noticed this with friend relationships also, right? We get competitive. And when I say we, I don't mean me. <laughs> I do not mean me. I do not want to be the most hurt. I don't. If you want to be the most hurt, if you want to live the worst life, if you want to go ahead. Unfortunately, that's typically not the case with me. And as humans, you know, we can uh, we can go real left with that competitive nature. Right. And I could kind of tell that that's an issue that my family has. Well, I had it worse. I had it worse. Honestly, I feel like my eldest brother had it worse. Uh, he saw his mom be a mom and then one day he woke up and he was in foster care and he went through hell in foster care. 
And he is 10 years older than me, still going through hell. Even though we don't talk, I feel like he had it worse. I don't feel like I had it worse. I had it pretty fucking bad. And it took him being an adult. And I'm going to tell Laura this. It took him being an adult to realize it deep into adult to like my age. When he finally admitted, damn, you had to live with granny? Shit. My bad. I thought you was a princess down here in Atlanta. Like, bruh, you got no idea. He had to come down here as an adult and live with her to realize the experience that I experienced. Right. Um, Even still. Out of all of us, out of my mom and my two brothers, my eldest brother had it the worst and. My mom feels like she had it the worst and that's not okay. And when she got to the conversation about her father not being there, that really sent my friend in the tailspin because anyone that's my friend know that I've never had a dad and that doesn't concern her at all. Meanwhile, I've never had a dad, but I made sure my son had dad has a dad a couple of them actually I mean pat myself on the back for that one great amazing man so you know it's just up to you to change the dynamic of your life and not allow your past trauma and pain to impede on the next generation. It's up to you to decide to make a change. And somewhere along the way, my mom was not able mentally to change her mind, to make that change. And she's kind of stuck in a scenario. And that is why my topics will be a love-hate. I hate that it triggered a friend that's close by like that so bad. But... They felt better once they saw the, you know, the message that my brother, the communication that Tim and I had. But they also felt better when they thought of the big picture, when I had to explain the big picture. So if you're just listening to episode by episode, we're going to peel back onion layers very slowly. Um, I don't even know if I could even. The last conversation I had with her about my dad was not a friendly conversation. Um, And I don't want her messing up my equipment on this podcast because I paid a lot of money for this. Will will this, this podcast get interesting real quick, boy, I tell you that. So we're going to have to really peel, take this really gently because... Uh, if you heard the pain in her voice, like just go back and listen. It was it's very prominent, man. And it comes out of nowhere, just boom, upset, crying. And I have to de-escalate. Um, cause we got so much more to explore with her. So I don't want to just dig right, you know, dive right into my issues or whatnot. But that was good that. She was able to ask me some questions and um, she called me recently and said she has more questions to ask me. So, uh, yeah. I like that that is a highly requested uh, topic 
guest and I received the most feedback because that's that was the whole point. So it lets me know that I'm doing something right. That was the whole point of all this. And um, it's one in every family. It just so happened that I got like five. <laughs> I got quite a few. Um, But because there's one in every family, everyone is going to be able to relate to this conversation in some sort of way. So that's it. We have 40 minutes on the podcast. That's all I really wanted to give today. And uh, let me know what you think. Get you a backpack, anti-theft backpack, picture me living store. I'm going to leave the link. And uh, I'll see y'all next time. Get up out of here. Go get me some dinner, child.